My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everybody. I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a physical disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. He is blind. I am disabled. It's not a joke. <laughs> we wish it were, yeah. but it's not a joke. <laughs> you, so, you can't make this stuff up. You <laughs> <right? laughs> can't make this stuff up. So, Jonathan, in the last episode, we talked about finding confidence in the most unusual of places. Yeah, which was right? a, a great episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You know, I had nightmares the other night <laughs> about about that, that moment with a dentist. <laughs> I, <laughs> so, so I hope our, I hope our listeners liked it because it caused me nightmares all over again. I, I told I told my wife about the comment about the don't worry he doesn't understand what's going on and she was just like outraged because she's been there with me when people have made not exact same comments but you know and she was just like I can't believe people could be like that and like even if it were true like even if you did have like a mental disability or something that doesn't mean you don't understand pain like you can't be hurt you know like she was just like that that was a ridiculous comment to make yeah yeah it, it really is tell her i said hi by the way Absolutely. and i agree with her <laughs> you ready to go oh yeah let's do it okay so i'm taking our listeners back to the summer before my senior year in high school right so this was the summer of 1985 mm. i wanted to take summer school one class just to make sure I had all the electives I needed to graduate on time. Okay. Right? So, of course, me, I love sports. I love being athletic. I just thought, I'll just take a gym class, right? Right, because we already know you can do the hurdles and everything, so. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I can play, and I can take on an NBA player in basketball, right? Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> those things I'm really good at. So, so I get there the first day. The coach is really nice. He doesn't say anything about my disability. He just says, okay, you're signed up. That's cool. And we just had so much fun, right? We, we would play, I guess, you know, kickball, softball. He teaches how to run. We do obstacle courses, right? Yeah. And in the obstacle course, I mean, monkey, monkey bars and Hamad Zaidi do not mix, right? Because <laughs> right. my left hand can't go forward. Yeah. Right? So I'd always have to take a zero on that part of it. But I had so much fun. But the point of the story is there was a young woman. As a lot of my stories, there's always a young woman involved, <laughs> right? So there's a young woman that was in the class with me that I was really trying to impress, right? Yeah. It's obvious to me and everybody else that I have a physical disability, right? Right. But I never talk about it except for here on this podcast. And I never really, like, I never see myself as being somebody that can't do things. Yeah. Right? So I'm running really fast. And here's the thing. I'm a really light person. I don't weigh very much. So I've always been able to run fairly quick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I say fairly because, come on, an able-bodied kid could blow me out of the water. <laughs> but, but I am fairly fast, right? And then one day... The the coach comes over to me, the coach meaning my, my teacher of the class. Yeah. He comes over to me and he goes, you're kind of fast. And, of course, I just started beaming, right, because I'm trying to impress this girl. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the standing right there, and I'm like, thank you, coach. And he goes, you're unusually fast for being disabled. And, of course, my balloon just popped. I'm like, ah, oh, you're like, why you're did like, you have to say that, dude? Ick's day on the right? disabled day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm like, come on. And then, and then 
He's like, no, no, I don't mean that as, a, as an insult. I mean that as a compliment. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, dude, thanks. So as I'm trying to impress this girl, I'm not paying attention to my teacher, the coach. Yeah. And what does he do? He pushes me really hard on my right shoulder. Yeah. And I have no balance on my left side, so I fell over like a, uh, a pinball. <laughs> right? I mean, li- like a bowling pin. Yeah, okay. yeah, I yeah. I fell over like a bowling pin, just flat, like a cartoon, you know, when somebody gets shot in a cartoon and people just like, boom, he's dead. Right. Right. And the girl and the other kids in the class rushed over to me. I wasn't hurt. Yeah. They rushed over to me to make sure I was okay. And I look up and the teacher, the coach, right? Yeah. He just has a really big grin on his face. And he didn't look remorseful at all. And and he and he's like, I've got some good news for you, right? <laughs> he goes, I think you could be on my team. And now my confidence is building up again because I'm like, okay, I don't know why he pushed me down. Compliment, compliment. This is gonna help with the girl. I'm really trying to ask her out, right? Yeah. This helps. And I'm like, team, what team? And he looks at me, and he crosses his arms, and he has that little whistle around his neck, just like any coach would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And he's like, son, how would you like to compete in the 1988 Paralympics in Seoul, Korea? Right? Oh, man. And he goes, you're fast. You're really fast, and you're disabled. You could medal. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm in, man. I'm in. This is awesome, right? And so this girl gets excited again, and I start to, like, talk to her again about dating me. (laughs) I'm trying to get the nerve up to ask her to date me. And as I'm talking to her, Jonathan, what does the coach do? Take a wild guess. Tell me he pushes you again. (laughs) He, He pushes me again, but he pushes me from the opposite side. So he pushes my disabled side? Yeah. But this time, Jonathan, I don't fall, right? Yeah. And ask me why I don't fall. Well, that's that's your strong side. I'm sure you got a ton of balance on that side. Exactly, because that's my non-disabled strong side. And I looked at him like, okay, dude, that's the second time, coach. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you doing? And now he's the one that looked deflated, Jonathan. He lost his smile. He lost everything he got really sad he looked at me and he goes i'm sorry to tell you this but you don't qualify <laughs> and, I'm like, and i'm like whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute what happened to the olympics what happened to the paralympics what happened to me going to seoul and committing to you as my coach and he's like i shouldn't have spoken till i tested both sides you have too much balance you don't qualify. Oh, my goodness. You talk about losing confidence and being deflated, Jonathan. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, let's roll this back a couple of minutes here, Coach. <laughs> I know when I was in seventh grade, I was on a a uh, basketball team where I scored zero points. <laughs> right, right. right. When I was in eighth grade, I was on a baseball team where I got one hit all year. One. Mm. Right? And 
the only trophy I've ever won was a 1977 bowling trophy from King Louie Lanes in Overland Park, Kansas. And even then, this is going to make you laugh. Even then, I won because of my bowling handicap, right? <laughs> and I didn't realize that that was actually a term. So when I was a kid in 77, I thought they gave me the trophy because of my handicap, not uh, my bowling handicap. Right, right, right. So I never felt like I actually won anything in life. And now you're telling me I can be on a team, but you're also telling me I'm not disabled enough to be on a disabled team? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's where, the, where, <laughs> what am I now? And he goes, I'm sorry, man. He goes, you just have too much balance. You know, one thing I remember that you told me in the past is before your accident, you played baseball, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so you understand this whole team thing. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. To me, all the players that I played basketball with and all the players I played baseball with throughout the years, they don't realize how much it meant to me to be on their team. I mean, granted, I was the worst player on the team both times. Yeah. But, but man, it meant so much for me to be on a team of able I, you know? I, I would say i definitely took it you know for granted you know when i could see we didn't have there was any any of the sports i played on any of the teams there wasn't any you know any kid with a disability we were all you know able-bodied or whatever so i never really considered you know being disabled or having a disability or whatever before you know in my life and then after i you know after i lost my sight obviously my thinking changed but yeah, I just I just totally took for granted, you know, being on basketball teams, being on baseball teams, being on football teams, you know, just uh, it, it was fun and exciting and great to be a part of. And I, I'm glad I got to experience that, at least, you know, until I was 14. I will tell you this. Every now and then I look at my daughters, you know, my twins, Lena and Zoe. Yeah. And man, I, I never say anything to them because it would be weird, but just seeing them play with both hands yeah it makes me think man i'm so happy that they are both as of right now they're both very healthy yeah yeah my my life is a series of having a lot of confidence having my balloon of confidence punched open and then finding ways to mend it and fill it back up again yeah i I actually just thought of a quick story where i lost confidence oh go ahead i want to hear i uh I, i i Normally, they don't let blind people get seeing eye dogs at the age of 16 because you have to be more mature usually to handle a seeing eye dog because they're a lot of work and they're not just having a regular dog. And there's one place in Connecticut that would allow they – would, they would let some 16-year-olds try to have a seeing eye dog. So I, I decided, you know what, I'll, I'll try and get a seeing eye dog. And I did, and we are going through a training process – and I finally got to the point where they left the dog with me, but they would still come every day and, and train with me and the dog. Well, I decided right. I decided okay, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna walk with walk with the dog by myself. I'll walk around the block. My mom wasn't home; no one was home. And uh, <laughs> so I started walking around. The, uh, you know, I, of course, I always have to wait till no one's around because I know you know people are gonna object. <laughs> so yeah, of course. <laughs> so so I'm walking around the block, and all of a sudden I'm just like. I'm not where I th- I'm not where I should be. I I could just feel it. Like I'm I was used to my neighborhood. I was used to just even how the road felt on my feet. I'm just like I know I'm nowhere where I should be. The dog sort of strayed away from where I thought we were, and so okay, hold, hold hold on hold on before you go on. What you just said was so cool. I mean the whole thing about like knowing 
uh, to me, it's really wild to be able to walk and smell and sense that you're not on the street that you're used to. Yeah. That's like superhero stuff. Oh, yeah. That's so that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, even when even when we're 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 driving around town, I can tell. I'm like, I wasn't even paying attention the other day, where because we moved back to the town I grew up in, and my wife was like, "Tell us where we are." It's like we're right here. She's like, "Wow, you're right." Like I could tell just by the way the car was driving on the road. That is amazing. Oh, I'm sorry for interrupting. You. Can you jump back into the <laughs> yeah, story? Yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. So, so I could tell. I'm like, I'm I'm not where I should be. I'm I've, I've I mean, obviously I'm in my neighborhood, but I'm I'm not on the road I thought I was on. So. I'm kind of freaking out because I'm like, I don't have my cane. I got this stupid dog that got me lost. <laughs> you know? right. So, so I'm like, all right, dog. So I, I, I I'm hanging on to his his collar, uh, not his collar, but the the bra- It's not a brace. Yeah, yeah. You know the the thing you hang on to. So I'm holding on to that. I'm like, you're following me. So I put my feet up against the uh, the, the the curbside and I start walking up against that until I find a driveway. I walk up the driveway, I find a door, and I knock on it, and thankfully someone answered. It's like during the day, like most people probably work or whatever. I knock on the door, and I'm like, and they're like, oh, it, thankfully it was someone, a neighbor that knew me, because in my town, everyone kind of knew everyone, and everyone knew who I was. They're like, right. oh, Jonathan, what are you doing here? And I was like, I got lost, my stupid dog, you know, it's like, where, where am I? She's like, oh, you're here. And I was like, okay, thank you. So once I knew where that I was, awesome. <laughs> once I knew where I was, I basically dragged the dog back to my house. I'm like, you follow me. So <laughs> I dragged the dog back to the house, and I, w- the minute I got inside, I hurried up, and I called the dog, the guide dog company, and I just said, come get your dog. Because I was like, I'm, I'm not ready for this. You know, like, I can't, I couldn't handle being lost like that if I was, like, somewhere I didn't know. And so, a, you know. That, so, is a, that is a wild story. You know where I thought it was going to go? No, I thought it was gonna be like superhero Jonathan. Like you, you pull over, you you hit a driveway, and then you put your hand on the license plate of a car, <laughs> and you and you're like, okay, this is Denise's car. This is Denise's car. And then you go to another house, and you go up the porch, and you you find the address, and you put your hands on the address. You're like, all right. I'm at nine thirty six. No, it wasn't that cool. <laughs> hey man, if we if we when, if we ever do the movie version of what we're doing now, that will be a scene. I promise. <laughs> but an- another reason why I'm glad I did it when my because my mom was a huge, 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 huge animal lover. I she wanted me to have the dog more than I did. I think, and so right. if she was home, there's no way she would let me make that call. So I, so I, I had to hurry up and call him. She's like, "Come get the dog, like as soon as you can." Like, I think they came the next day or the day after, but, you know, I, I, I told my mom that I called her. She's like, why did you call him? And, you know, she was like, I would have stopped you. I was like, yeah, that's why I did it right away when you weren't home. <laughs> hey, mom, I don't know what happened. He ran away. I don't know what happened. He's gone. But that, that's, that's certainly one time I lost confidence. I was just like, this isn't good. I, I, I didn't feel in control, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, not feeling in control is... Uh, really bad it's it's a really bad place to be yeah but as everyone knows all of us all of us deal with it right absolutely all of us deal with it but listen this is this turned out to be a really fun one yeah totally you know i just wanted to make fun of myself not being disabled enough <laughs> to, to to be on a team and it turned into a, a pretty fun little journey thank you so much for sharing that story with us yeah i just like i said just triggered my memory like oh that's definitely one time i lost confidence that's for sure 
Yeah, absolutely. So you want to tell everybody about uh, Toys Accessible? Yeah, so if you want to visit toysaccessible.com, it is a fantastic website where we sell toys that are uh, specifically built for children with disabilities. And it's not just physical disabilities. It can be uh, mental disabilities, learning disabilities, you know, Asperger's or uh, you know, like like you know, disabilities like Hamad, where he only has use of you know use of one arm, one hand. Um, so these toys are built uh, specifically with these disabilities in mind. So if you have a loved one or you know someone that has a child that's looking for some cool toys to play with, definitely check out ToysAccessible.com. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're re I'm very very proud of being a part of it. I know you are as well. And if we can help some kids be able to play with toys. Please go to the site and uh, and support us. Absolutely. So let's wrap this up, my friend. All right. So you can check us out on Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, hopefully soon Vimeo and uh, Daily Motion, if that uh, are, are the places you hang out at. Uh, otherwise, we can be found pretty much everywhere else. So thank you, everyone, that's been listening and downloading, leaving reviews. We thank you so much for all of that. It's, it's really encouraging, and we love to see those coming in, and we keep seeing the numbers climbing. So Thank you to everyone that's sharing the podcast and, again, listening and downloading. And, uh, Haman, if they want to get a hold of you, how can they reach you? They can reach me at info at limpingoncloud9thenumber9.com. Of course, they can also send an email to you at that same address. Yep. If you do, I'll get it to Jonathan right away. And just know, people, this is really something I love doing a lot. If I could do it every hour of every day, I would. <laughs> but we're doing, we're doing it as much as we can. So we thank you for listening, and we I truly enjoy it. Thank you for letting me share my stories. Yes, and everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.